Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to your featured podcast of the evening, Big Easy Wrestling. I am your host, The Shipesta, along with... Host Dustin Destruction, baby. And our other host... You mean the co-host, Dave? Host, Dave. Kidding. Host, Dave. I mean, sometimes you should be demoted to co-host, because... I mean, I mean yeah, I'm only here once or twice every three to five years, but still. I've been on every episode the last few weeks. Well, that's we just haven't had an episode. I mean, we have recorded the last four weeks in a row, just we're not going to talk about one that happened, because... Shipes had some problems, but... Uh, yeah, that was my bad. Here we are, like, folks. You know, this year's zooming by, we just wrapped up WrestleMania night one. Two, and then obviously NXT Takeover before, and yeah, I mean, where's the time gone? You know, big thing too is now, and I can't wait to say this. I've been wanting to say this for two years. We on the clock, baby. We on the clock. Dallas, here we come. Finally, that's one of the big takeaways from this, and it's not even that the card was bad, but it's just been way too damn long before getting to go to another WrestleMania. So. No one's going to tell me otherwise. I don't care about doctors or scientists or anything. We're not going to get into that rant, but no one's telling me otherwise I'm going well, I'm going to tell you otherwise. Huh? You're not going. <laughs> oh, You're Dave. not going either when you're sleeping in the hotel room instead of going to WrestleMania. <laughs> shout out to Kenny no. for your thoughts, but shout out to the podcast Kenny for your thoughts, but Dave will probably be sleeping next to his co-host Brandon at the venue. Oh, you can so. go just make sure you wear a mask. Shut up. <laughs> Alright guys, uh, so what do you guys think of the overall just wrestling weekend? You know, both TakeOver Nights and WrestleMania. Like, what were some takeaways you got from that? Go ahead, Shipeson. Before we break down the card, uh, each card. Well, I mean, I think one of the biggest for me was that WrestleMania wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I mean, it wasn't great by any means, but it wasn't as bad as I originally thought. And TakeOver, thank God there were some fans to TakeOver. That brought back that true TakeOver feeling a little bit anyway. It wasn't many, but, you know, it was enough to give you that taste and think that maybe one day would turn... What's so funny, Dave? I'll say Dave, Dave is over there laughing his ass <laughs> off. Like... You are such a hypocrite, dude. Oh, you were bitching and moaning about how TakeOver is not TakeOver, and those aren't fans, and it's a joke, and then you're over here telling Dustin, oh, it felt like TakeOver. Jesus H. <laughs> All right, guys. First rant of the... All right. God, we're two, three minutes into the episode. We're getting our first rant. All right. Shape said, what do you have to say to that retort? I, I don't... I, I think that the audience gets to just hear how much of a dense hard head Dave actually really has. Because... I mean, they also get to hear about how much of a hypocrite you no, are. No, I, I, I simply stated... I was simply stating again... That again, this is another thing I've mentioned about thirty times. Is I, I wasn't saying that those weren't fans because what the hell are they then? They're people at a wrestling event watching. Really, what are they then? Fucking aliens? No, dude. I don't they're tell they're me, Mister. They're fans, but I'm saying I was cutting down on all the people jizzing over themselves, saying that was a full fucking crowd. That's I'm all I was saying. Can't be excited to have people in the audience. <sighs> no, that's again not what I was referring to, Dave. It was, I mean, you, you took that about 60 different ways out of context. I don't know. I mean, I think he's just saying, there was people legitimately on Twitter saying that, you know, there's a full crowd there. Like, 
the yeah. crowd's back. I mean, there was about, I don't know. I mean, yes, I'm that good. was a crowd, but that was not all these people on Twitter being like, oh my god, look, it's a full NXT. That's not a full NXT crowd. Are you serious? About 100, probably. I mean, it, it just made it sound better. Uh, and, and again, good, you know, that's, that's another thing. thing. Again, that's another thing I said in my tweet was, at least it's going to sound better. And it did. So and it did, and that, that helped that helped it feel like a takeover. But no, where did I say that? I was, I was simply stating was all the people that were on Twitter legitimately stating, oh, look, it's a full crowd. No. Hey, so besides that, what other takeaways did you get from the whole weekend? Well, Week weekend. It was just a good. It was a good weekend. A good. A good pick me up to have some people back at a WWE event and actually make it feel for the first time in a year. It actually felt a little bit like a mania once it actually got going. Yeah, the problem sucks. I was right back to the Thunderdome. Yeah, him all. Because Vince, because Vince has no balls. He's the most scared. Uh, most scared owner out there, I should say. Hey, damn it! Don't tell me I'm scared. I'm being protected. <laughs> all right, Dave. Uh, what about you? What was your overall take from all the shows this week? It finally felt like a good WrestleMania week. It's nice to have some fans there. I'm sure some people aren't gonna like the fact that they were people in attendance. <laughs> Scientists. Anywho, point being, it felt good to have people there, and it felt like a WrestleMania week. Keep it up. We're gonna get canceled with you guys' hot takes. <laughs> well, like my like like my like my shirt says, "Go ahead and try to cancel me." All right. Um, for me, I just like you guys said, I didn't watch 36 and the no fans era. You know, it's the first God WrestleMania I've watched since what 33? Because we Did attended you watch 34 30, 30, like two days yeah. ago. Well, Dave, I'm talking about like live and in person. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched the WrestleMania because we attended 34 and 35. Yeah. And I didn't watch 36. Oof, 35. So, what? It's an ew, 35. Not bad. So it wasn't the show bad. itself was... I know what you're referring to. The week itself, we're not going to talk about the show <laughs> itself wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This isn't the time for personal stories. Anyway... <laughs> So, you know, it was kind of cool. You know, show started out kind of slow, I mean, but... I thought it was good. You know, the fans were back. You know, there were spots where, you know, you kind of forgot they were there, of course, but... Yeah. All, you know, all in general, it was great. Gave a little pick-me-up. It felt for at least a week. Wrestling was back. The wrestling I love and fell in love with was back. And, you know, hopefully it'll carry the momentum. I mean, it's hard when you know they're going back to the Thunderdome. Yeah. If that's going to carry any weight. See, that's where it sucks. It's like, okay, fans are back. You get that taste. You get that passion. And, you know, they just pull it from you. That's yeah. where it's going to suck. That's, yeah, that's where it's going to suck when you have to when you have to go back to watching the piped-in bullcrap that they that they throw yeah. in there from the Thunderdome. Well, they were trying to do that in this year's Mania. I yeah, know they were. There were, there, were some pipe, there, were, there were some pipe-in spots there you could easily tell that were piped in there. All right. Vince right. still wants control. He doesn't like not having control. I, I don't. It's, it was it was weird, but we'll get into that. All right, Dave. So um, you and me, we were able to watch NXT Takeover Night One. What was your overall thoughts about Night One before we get into the actual matches themselves? I thought Night One was actually pretty stacked. I actually enjoyed Night One, and overall, I thought 
There were some pretty good st- match of the night matches. Match of the night matches? God, I can't. I'm just tripping over words already. I mean, it's all right that match of the night, but usually you only have one match of the night. Well, I mean, there were a couple contenders at least. I thought there's a contender for match of the year definitely in there for sure. A couple, actually. There was some really solid wrestling on this car, you know. That's one thing NXT does that might be second to none. I mean, AEW, too. I mean, they're both up there. I'm not going to get into that comparison. That's bullshit that people even still to this day try to compare the two. <laughs> Jericho's but gonna... the wrestling is... On NXT, is phenomenal. That, you know... They got lost, I think, a little bit storyline-wise. But I think they're finding themselves again, and the wrestling's been one thing that's been constant in NXT, and... These takeovers, they proved it. So without further ado, the first match was the pre-show match. Zoe Stark versus Tony Storm. Do you have any thoughts on that, Dave, that stood out to you? Or I actually missed that match. So that was a pre-show. I mean, we don't historically watch the pre-show. I tuned in early. It was cool. Zoe Stark's kind of newer in NXT. You know, Tony Storm's established. But I feel like, and you guys can chime in, don't you think that Tony's kind of lost on yeah. the roster ever since she moved over from NXT UK? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think her losing to Zoe on the pre-show kind of says that right there. Because she faced EO like two weeks ago. So how, she goes from a women's title match to on the pre-show. Two of them, by the way. Well, and not, and not only on the pre-show, but I mean, to a relative newcomer to NXT, not to wrestling, but to NXT. And then you lose. I mean, she lost. I think that's a, I think that's a big takeaway from that. I mean, there should, I mean... It's cool that Tony, established person, put over a newcomer, but also in the same thing, though, she was really just in the main event scene. Now she's also on the pre-show. There well, could have been someone else that could have slid in there. Well, and then and then also, I mean, she was heavily in the UK picture when she was over there, and now she's, yeah, she's champion. Yeah, and, and then she was fighting for it or champion, one of the two, and now she's just kind of there. Just there. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, I feel like there could have been other people, but, you know, maybe... With her name, Power Hunter, or I don't know who makes the booking to sit. I mean, he runs it, but I don't know who like actually makes the winners on that. Maybe they thought that you know she would be a good person to get the rub on. Yeah, always... that's 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 very true. And the match was pretty good. You know, it's just the booking was kind of confusing. You know, how they booked Tony, and it didn't do much for me to be honest. All right, Pete Dunn versus Kushida. Dave, what are your thoughts on this match? It was a very, very good tentacle match. What the fuck is that? Is that it? <laughs> no, that's not it. I'm having brain farts today. Hold on a second. Why don't you start and I'll kind of mutter my sentences back. Are you, like, trying to, like, take your face and morph it with your hand over it? Or what are you trying to do there? <laughs> no, I'm trying not to make this look awkward as hell. Are you trying to be, like, the fiend and give yourself the claw? <laughs> Sure. No, Dave, it's in your mandible claws in your mouth, not your face. Oh, there. Well, that's nothing new to you, is it? Okay. All right, well, I guess this host is going to have to carry the show, apparently. Um, so Pete Dunn versus Kushida. I think, you know, there was a debate for matching tonight. Walter versus Chiampa, a lot of people think, but I think this was right up there. You know, I'm a sucker, and I've said this pretty much every episode for the last, like, two years. I love technical catch wrestling, and Pete Dunne's one of the best of that. 
Everyone knows that. You know, Pete Dunne, you know, with his, you know, breaking people's fingers, working the arm, working the hands, one of the best. Kushida, he, you know, worked toe-to-toe with him on that. You know, literally, it was a breakdown of wrestling psychology, they working the arm, both working kind of the arm, if I remember right, you know. Mate, you know, there wasn't, you know, any, like, insanity. There was a lot of selling, you know, a lot of, you know, slower pace, you know. It kind of creates that struggle I like of catch wrestling where, like, okay, the guy's working your arm, so you're working one arm. I love that, and it kind of had that feeling to it. Mm-hmm. You know, very technical, very, you know, catch style. And that doesn't surprise me because catch is really big in the U.K., so. You know, it was cool to watch, you know. Pete Dunn won. I think that was the right winner. I mean, Kashida. I feel like he doesn't win a lot of the big matches. He's damn good, but I feel like he's just like, does he ever win or like really ever be in the title? No, he's, a, he's another one that's just kind of like, he's in these really decent feuds and they have these really good matches out of him, but it really never goes anywhere. He just goes from decent feud to decent feud and then just that's kind of it. Which sucks because he is damn good. Oh, that's he, what I mean. He had this... He had this match, which I haven't watched yet, but I'm just saying, like, he he had this, you know, well-praised match with Dunn, and he's had feuds like this that he just, they, they, they give him, and he just picks these feuds up, and then he switches to somebody, which sucks, because I think he should get a proper run, because he is one of the best. I just think they're building Pete Dunn to be a title challenger here. I don't know for what title, As- I don't know if he'll be the new champion. Cross or you know, well as as he should be. Pete Dunn, as I've said numerous times on the show, Pete Dunn is a fucking superstar. He has it written all over him if you book him right. And I think if you give him a proper title run or a, a proper build up to a title run, then I think people would see that. Keep him off the main roster and he'll be fine. Uh, you think he going on the main roster will be fine? No, I said keep him off of the main roster. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, and when I say he'll be a fucking superstar, I mean in NXT because God knows he wouldn't be one on the main roster. Well, not only that, but I mean, Pete Dunn's a small guy. Not small <laughs> as in, like, I mean, the dude's jacked as hell, but I mean... He's, he's still a small guy. guy. You know what I mean by small. He He's short and, like... We get... So that was an all-around solid match. I think that could have been matching tonight. All right, Dave, did you collect your thoughts when you were putting that? Uh, do you need the tinfoil hat and the purification song to shout out to Francis? <laughs> <laughs> no, you kind of you kind of said what I was trying to mutter out. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is great. This is great. Um, up next we got the six-man gauntlet match. Uh, winner faces Johnny Gargano for the North American Championship. At night two, we had Bronson Reed, Isaiah Swerve, Scott, Cameron Grimes, L.A. Knight, Dexter Lewis, and Leon Ruff. What did you think about this match? Did the right guy win it, Dave? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Who what should I do here? Um. Bronson Reed. No, 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 Bronson I know. should not have won. Okay. I'm sorry. Made... It sounds like Alan has something to pipe in real quick. What's up? Oh, no, no. I was just saying, I wasn't talking, I wasn't asking who won. I was, I was going to, I didn't know Date was going to go ahead. It was, it was a big guy joke. No, no, I was going to chime in on that thought, but I'll save it for after Dave. 
as I was saying, Bronson had no reason to win it all. Storyline reasoning, it should have been Dexter Loomis. But on the flip side, what is going on with the booking of LA Knight? Mm. This is TakeOver. This is supposed to be a big, big pay-per-view for NXT, and you're putting him in a match and having him lose immediately. To somebody who I don't even care for, really. So, no. <laughs> Bronson should not have won. Well, it didn't make any sense at all. On, on the on the flip side of that, though, you know Dustin knows this, too, and a lot of a lot of fans know this. L.A. Knight's a, kind of an old-school guy a little bit. And I don't think he's going to want to come in and just, like, take a rocket ship. He didn't seem like that kind of cat. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. But what do you think, Dustin? I mean... So, the match itself was pretty solid. I'll start off with that. It was okay. I'm not a fan of Bronson winning. No. And on the prediction show, in fact, we all had Dexter Loomis. winning it. Because storyline-wise, as Dave pointed out, storyline-wise, why wouldn't he... Why wouldn't he win? Know. Because they've been it's been him against the way for weeks now. And why would you not have it be Loomis? I don't know. I guess they think that maybe Gargano and Loomis don't need the title. I, I I'm not sure. I don't I don't want to sound biased here because Bronson really really does not do it for me at all. So no. I don't want to sound like I'm hating on him because of that, but No, he doesn't. There's a couple of storyline things I feel like in this match. Other guys could have won. Dexter Loomis is the one that stands out to me yeah. about that. You know, L.A. Knight, like you said, maybe he doesn't want to get pushed, but, you know, he's a star. Well, I mean, right away, maybe he didn't want... He's a star, you know, N.W.A., yeah. you know, Impact. You know, it's just weird to see him losing matches. Um, has he won a match yet? No. He no. lost his debut. Yeah. He lost this match. It's just weird. Mike said that could be totally him. You know, maybe he told. Well, him, I, I mean, want to come in. Like, I don't back. want to come in and take a spot like right away. Like, kind of. I thing. don't want to jump to conclusions here. And then again, we could also be completely wrong. So we don't because we don't know all the stories and stuff. We're not there, so it's just speculation oh, yeah. as to it's because it is weird to see a guy as good as him not have a rocket strapped to him. One thing I think is maybe Loomis is a guy they think that gets over without even needing a title because he does. The guy's fucking amazing. Yeah. I it's kind of like that Undertaker thing. Undertaker's there 30 years, and he only held, like, what, a couple championships? Yeah. Maybe they think well, uh, Loomis is a draw on his own, which he is. Yeah, because Loomis is insanely good at his character and his Absolutely. gimmick. He is insanely good at it. So, and and you really, if you think about it, speculation-wise, like, if you see his work, really, he doesn't need a title. If you think Probably about like it, Fiend and the other characters, they don't yeah. really need titles. Like, it's like your Canes and your Undertakers and your Fiends and characters they like that. Put that the don't... title on Dexter Luminous, and then they'll think his character got ruined because he is kind of like this great, like unbe- You know, no one wants to see him lose because yeah, because I mean, you have the greatest of all, character of all time in the Undertaker, and he only won the World Championship what like five times. Six, or six, seven. seven. Still, that's not B- much. Between five and seven, somewhere around there. Like that's not a lot. But he's one of the best ever. Why? Because the character was so good. Maybe that's why they didn't put on Dexter. Yeah, that's true. Very true. It's just like, so Bronson has to be the next champion? Well. I don't know. Maybe he's been in the locker room for a while. Maybe Hunter just thinks it's his time. If Loomis didn't get it, I'd probably be only night. But other than that, that match did nothing for me. 
booking was kind of weird. But all right, up next, Walter versus Chiampa. Dave, shoot, what'd you think? Match was physical as holy hell. Probably one of the best matches in the entire night. To me, in my opinion, I mean, good God, Walter's chops feel like gunshots going off. Did you see the table breaking? Feel like you took a chop from Walter? No, but but if I did, I probably wouldn't be getting up. Yeah, I don't think I would either. <laughs> I'd love to though, just to find out. Just to see how tough you are. I would like to take a chop from Walter, like just to see how long it would take me to get up. Yeah, so just drop, to see. Just I just to want to see how long it would take to get up. Just to see your pain tolerance level. See where you're at. I mean, that Matt, he Walter got took to his limit, which. I think, has it been a while since he took him to his limit that much? Yeah. I thought there were times that Tommaso was actually going to win. He's been champion for 900 days. Just think about that alone. Him and, like, Aldis. Yeah. Both those guys are helping. I know Aldis is in the way. It's just crazy. Can you imagine holding a title that long? Well, I have he, to get bored of it after a while, to be honest. Why? Well, who gets bored of who being gets, champion? I'll say, would you get bored of being champion? <laughs> okay, I mean... No, you can't cover that one. No, I mean you can't cover that one up. You would never. I'll right, say worst case is he comes over and like challenges Kane Cross or something or main roster. Why would he ever want to not be UK champion though? I mean, I'd want to be champion for as long. I mean, but I think the more the amazing thing is it not only shows how good he is because we all know how good he is as a performer, but to have a promotion trust in you, whether it's NWA or. WWE or whatever it is to have a promotion entrust in you that long to to hold the title is uh, to hold a major title is that's got to feel the most amazing out of all of it at least in my opinion. Huh? Especially for a guy like Walter, he's done everything. So yeah. to see him get respect is cool. Yeah, I mean to see him get a run like this because the guy's literally wrestled everywhere in the world. I wonder who's going to even be able to beat him then. Well, that's the great thing about it is whoever beats him is going to get oof. Well, I mean, and the, and the great thing about it, though, is whoever beats him is going to be built up properly to beat him. And they're going to be a star when and, they do Yeah, that. when they beat him, that's going to be a star-making moment, unquestionably. So, the match was, like they said, very physical. It was a brawl, you know. I feel like the storytelling in that Chiampo was starting to find his old self, the Blackheart, you know. Once uh, Walter took off the necklace thing, I believe his daughter, they said, gave him when he was going to surgery. Like, he snapped. You know, he wore his, you know, pants again or something like that. You know, it was just a foreshadowing of the old dark Chiampa that we Wait. all loved when he was NXT champion. Damn, they went that personal? Holy shit. Yeah, he ripped a, Walter ripped off the necklace. He ripped a whole lot. Damn, he ripped off the necklace. Um, Damn, I got to watch this. So, brought something out of Chiampa. That a lot of people are hoping because Champ is another guy. I hate to say it, he's just been lost in the mix. I mean, ever since his feud doing? with, ever since his feud with Gargano ended, but he had that little Thatcher feud, but, which was decent. But like, he hasn't been near the main event scene. He hasn't been near North American title really. He's just been there. Yeah, you know, obviously knew he wasn't going to win because Champ is not going to go over to the UK. But no, they built it right where it actually did feel like he had a legit chance. You know? And he won't go to the main roster, so. Yeah, he doesn't want to go up there, he said. So, um, 
<laughs> and that's another thing, speaking of main roster real quick to point on, that's another thing that sucks about going back to the Thunderdome after no fans, is you know there's going to be a call-up or two tomorrow. Or Becky. Or, or Becky Brock. or somebody, or Brock or somebody like <laughs> that. Like, that's the thing that sucks, is you have this opportunity, and, I mean, you had opportunities tonight and night one to do it, and... Like when Bailey was out there, or when Roman was just standing out there. For yeah, like I mean, five you had the opportunities, but that's that, that's just a quick another note that sucks. What day was time was Walter went for a chop on the announce table, um, Ciampa moved, and Walter broke the table a little bit with his <laughs> bare hand. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> That's how hard that man chops. I mean, weren't you were you there for the match he had in PWX? Yep. Tell people how loud it sounds being there live. Well, no, it's not definitely not a definitely not a twenty thousand person arena by any means, but being in a auditorium like setting at an independent event and hearing a Walter chop sit in front row too, by the way, and it echoes throughout the. For a good few seconds, it echoes through auditoriums. That's how loud, and, and it's not—it's not just a simple smack sound. It's literally like Dave compared it. It sounds like a gunshot sound, to be honest. That's how loud it is. Yeah, Chop itself is one of the most brutal moves in wrestling. So when a guy like Ch- Walter's doing, it, God, you know—that's the day the wrestler looks up in the sky and says, "Why am I doing this?" Well, it makes you question. <laughs> a Walter match, I'm sure, makes you question your professional career choice. <laughs> and if it doesn't, well, you're not human. This match had, you know, matching your candy. It had everything, the physicality. It wasn't like a classic match, like hold him down with the forearm, you know, and give him a rest hold. But, you know, there's a lot of storytelling, a lot of foreshadowing, a lot of, you know, it was it was a good match. Definitely, probably, possibly the best of the night. Up the, you know, I can't picture that in Dunn Kushida. Right, up next, we have MSK versus Grizzled Young Veterans versus Legato Del Fantasma for the vacant NXT Tag Championships. Dave, what do you think? Absolute triple threat classic frenzy. Uh, wasn't it a ladder match, I believe, right? Or am I getting my knights confused? Oh, you got your knights confused. Devlin and uh, Escobar. Santos Escobar, wasn't it? No, uh, yeah. Classic triple threat tag match. Kept you on your feet the entire time. I think the right people won. Even though I wanted the grizzled young veterans to win, I think MSK deserved it more. Should I be some tweets about the MSK uh, win, some thoughts to share? What what did you think about them winning? I know you didn't watch, but... Oh, I'm so happy for those guys. I I watched pretty much their entire run at Impact. Those guys are legitimately one of the best tag teams in the business today and to see them come in and have that you know let their personality shine on a bigger stage but not also that but get that that push straight out of the gate as soon as you get there i think they rightfully deserve to win the championships i agree 100 percent. one of the best tag teams in the world you know they won the go ahead one of the things that's so fun about msk or the rascals whatever you want to call them is they blend their style so well with their charisma and their humor level is they can be funny as hell but legit serious as hell too. And you don't see that much in tag teams nowadays. I agree. Yeah, they're, you know, one of the best, like you said, best tag teams in the world. You know, It was, you know, you, knew, you saw this coming. You know, they won the Dusty Classic. 
and you kind of saw this coming, you know, maybe a little earlier thought, because, I mean, Birch and Lorcan got hurt, but you knew these guys would probably be the ones to take the titles eventually, and it's much deserved, you know, it's kind of a payoff. They've been around the world, they've won tag titles everywhere, you know, Impact, other places, so, you know, to see them win the NXT tag titles is just really fitting, and I'm proud and of them. It, it, it's cool to see another guy that frequented, frequent, not, or he wasn't a regular, but he frequented PWX a few times, uh, Desmond Xavier of MSK. He 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 was he was a PWX really cool guy, really chill guy, and yeah, I got to I got to say hey to him at a couple shows one time, and nice. it, it was it's that's another thing I love to see is guys that either were regular or frequented the indie promotion my, here in the Carolinas is is really cool. All right, up next you got the main event: Raquel Gonzalez versus Io Shirai. Dave. Yeah, so you have that little look on your face. What you think about it? Before I get to my thoughts, I just want to say, mine is one match. The women stole this week. What match? Huh? What match are you thinking of? The women's tag titles. Oh. Other than that, stinker. Point is, the women stole the entire WrestleMania and TakeOver week, in my opinion. Now, for night one, the main event, it was an absolutely classic match. You had EO jumping off a skull, off of the skull, doing all these crazy moonsaults. You got Raquel throwing her around, doing power moves. It just embodied what I feel like women's main event should come to nowadays. And I like for you. It proved that necessarily you don't need to always have men in main events. Like, if you give women the opportunity, this is a good example of what they can do. And I, yeah. What's crazy about that, too? What? Is, you know, we've had two women's main events, you know, Charlotte, Becky, and then Ronda, and mm-hmm. you know, Sasha and Bianca, and you have this. Every single woman that's been in the main event, except for Ronda Rousey, has been part of NXT. So that's to give some props to Hunter on how he develops them and how he pushes for them once they get called up. And yeah. Isn't that something that's cool? When you yeah, I mean, you got to think. You got to think about the farm system that NXT really is, and how Hunter takes some of the already best and fine tunes it and just propels it, propels them to a next level. Looks to me like he takes care of him on the main roster, too, though. Yeah, I mean, obviously, because... Yeah. He doesn't forget it when he gets caught up, and that's cool, because a lot of the best women's matches are pretty much everyone that's come from NXT now, I mean. So, I thought that was cool. Like Dave said, you know, it was cool. Rick was the new champion, you know, beat EO after, I believe, 308 300. days. Yeah. You know, what a, what a run. EO's definitely... He is one of the best. best. He is one of the best in the world. world. That's unquestioned. She's She's not rumored to be called up, is she? Yeah. No, that's uh, Dakota Kai, possibly. Yeah, Dakota. Um, Champion. What do they do with Dakota? Well, Dakota, Io, and Adam Cole are among the rumored ones. Oh Oh, no! And watch what tomorrow or SmackDown, where there's no fans. But I got a I got a quick little rant on the Raquel winning real quick. Alan, you just ruined my moment. 
Hey, I, I got a rant too, so let's save it until we're done talking about the actual match, because I think you and me might be on the same page with this rant. Um, like they said, solid, you know, powerhouse woman, you know, you know, the high flyer. They've really built Raquel up great. You know, she looked like the first true threat to beat Eo during her title run. So props to the development, props to Raquel for you know getting to that star status. You know, I'm interested in seeing where she goes as champion. It should be interesting to see who pops up. So, all right, Shape, uh, go on your rant. Gabe says you're going to ruin his moment here, so I'm it should be interesting. My, I'm going to ruin his <laughs> moment. You're not going to ruin my moment, but you're going to ruin the moment of what I was referring to, but that's oh. away. Um, well, this is about, it's not about Raquel. I mean, I wanted Raquel to win. I love Raquel. It's not about that I didn't want her to win. But can we, can we as fans stop referring to superstars political views is the reason why they shouldn't be champions because Ooh, that went, okay never mind because you want you wanted Raquel to win but you don't want her to win because of a supposed tweet she sent out a while ago insinuating she's a Donald Trump and insin- it was insinuating that whether or she is or she isn't that part is irrelevant are you a, are you a fan of her performance or as her of her as a performer or does somebody's personal perspective on something legitimately piss you off that much? I chime in real quick. Did they not learn from when? God, I can't believe I'm even putting him in the same category. A stupid Cass when he went up on his political views. He was doing backstage. He was. He was. I say her. Well, he was breaking backstage code. Hers was just a tweet. But point being. Leave that shit out of your fanhood or your perspective on the wrestling itself. Wrestling's supposed to be a disbelief of reality. You know, you're supposed to be able to separate the character and the uh, person. And now I can understand if it's like a racial thing she was dropping right. or homophobic thing she was right. dropping. You know, like Hogan, for example, you know, he did his stuff. Right. Unforgivable. Yeah. But um, I mean and also, people forget another thing. Aside, and it's not content like that. So, another thing that people forget is Twitter is superstars also own personal space. So, if they want to put something out, they can do that. It's their space, as long as it's not anything like you said, racial, homophobic, whatever. But, I mean, leave that shit alone. My rant's a little different. I get on Twitter, you know, Raquel's champion, cool moment, and there's people saying they can't believe Io was buried. <gasps> Stans literally were putting that right that, after saying, oh my god, how can Io <laughs> lose to her? She was champion for 308 days. How is that buried? Sorry, I'm yelling at my mic, but can I make that more clear? Please. Twitter, what's wrong with you? Please, somebody, somebody with obviously a logical brain out there, enlighten me. How three hundred is going to get buried next after being having a title hey, for nine hundred days? Rain. What Walter loses, he's buried. I mean, how does is, is that equate? And first off, and second off, second off, the match was a good multi-minute match. It wasn't a squash match. Will's been built up as a legitimate contender, like. And, you know, believe it or not, sorry, but EO probably was more than happy with it. I know people kind of think that, oh, she's in trouble for losing. Well, that's no. just like... That's probably people, once again, not being able to put personal away from 
business. Well, and that's that's also like the people that like are claiming Sasha's all pissed off because she never wins at Mania, and she then was that, just smiling, and then that vi- I say, and then that video of her sitting there smiling as Bianca celebrating because she's so happy to do that in that moment, like. <laughs> I say she was so happy she was technically breaking fourth wall. Yeah, she was. I mean, she's supposed to be the heel that just lost her precious championship, and she's sitting there smiling because she can't because she can't help but contain her happiness and excitement for her her friend, her coworker, her you know she was honored to do that. So I I just felt so stupid when I saw that. It's like, are you guys kidding me? Come on. Buried. I think wrestling fans need to stop using workers, wrestlers terminology because most don't even know what the hell they mean. No, people learn. People hear them and they think it's fun to use, so they just throw it everywhere, even not knowing Buried. what it means. Three hundred. I think you need to go on vacation until you can get your brain back together, please. Three hundred eight day title range buried. Wow, I never thought that. All right, let's move on to night two. I know Alan watched, so he'll be able to put more input on this. All right. So the first match, like I said, we don't watch the pre-show, was the ladder match, in fact. Santos Escobar versus Jordan Devlin um, for the ladder, ladder match for the Undisputed uh, Cruiserweight Championship. What did you guys think? Go ahead, Alan. This was this was a brilliant idea to put this in a ladder match because, holy shit, this is one of the best ladder matches I think I've seen in recent years. The the that styles of both. Huh? Like the Spanish fly off the ladder? That yeah. Was sick. Yeah, that I was, mean... To use their to use the styles of Escobar and Devlin in an environment like this was a absolute brilliant booking idea. Fans let Devlin have it too. It was like the first time he was out there. Yeah, he was getting really pretty heavy because of the whole <laughs> speaking out movement. Yeah, even though people don't know that his, I guess those are the ones that don't know his were proven false. It does Escobar. That guy has charisma. Damn good. Wrestling. I like that. That 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 guy is that guy's a star in the making. I think anyway, at least in NXT. Now, when I say this, when we're talking NXT, and I say star in the making, let it go on note. I'm talking about it. Now he's not on the roster anymore. Well, that's what I mean. Like when when I say star in the making, I mean let it. When we're talking NXT, let it be known on record. I'm only talking about in NXT. I'm not talking about main roster. You want to talk about another stupid Twitter take though? Because I saw people say he's better than Eddie Guerrero. Okay. I'm done. Okay. Some people should just... I mean, that is not a knock on Santos. But no, no. He's damn Really? But Eddie whole, Guerrero? Dude, okay. <laughs> Whatever Kool-Aid y'all are drinking, whoever thinks that, please stop. People born after 2005. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. No. There, there is only one and will forever only be one Eddie Guerrero. Santos is damn good, but even he would probably think, like, what are you talking about? Nobody <laughs> compares. Nobody, no, 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 nobody compares to Eddie Guerrero. I mean, you can't. There's only one. There was only one. Yeah, it's a great match. I checked his shite because I was a little confused. Like, it started off like technical wrestling and started a ladder match. Like, what is this? That was, and that was a brilliant little for, especially for guys like me and Dustin. That was a brilliant little opening. 
house and Deadlands and Ladder, he's hitting open. Like, oh, wow, that picked up. I was like, that escalated quickly. I think that's the right win. Are you glad to see Santos as a unified crew yes. champion? Yes, because the guy, I think, I, I think like, like we said, I mean, the guy... The guy's got the package. He's an amazing wrestler. He's got charisma. He's got personality. He plays his heel role perfectly, and I'm excited to see where he goes now that he has now that now that he is the champion. Does that mean Devlin probably just is going straight back to the UK? Right. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming Devlin's going back home. Dave, what did you think about the match? It was an absolutely amazing match. It brought me back to the heyday of the cruiserweight division. Back in like 06, 08, 09 era, before it went to utter crap. When they were the importance of cruiserweight wrestling, I think. Yeah, it's big time. Yeah, it's really gotten a fresh breath, and and that's fresh air once it's moved to NXT. Well, and that's the thing is like it's got the breath of fresh air that it deserves because I think cruiserweight wrestling is some of the best wrestling in the world. People don't like it because it's a lot of flips and dives, and I I don't know. I, I mean, but see that, and then and that can that can be respected in its own art form. Yeah. All right. Up next, we got Ember Moon and Shotzi versus the way. I want to first start out with saying my condolences to Shotzi Blackheart and Matt and Jeff Hardy because they both had their dads pass away today. Oh. I saw that on Twitter. Matt put out a statement. Shotzi did. So my condolences to the Hardys and Shotzi. So, um, all right, we got Ember and Shotzi versus the way Candice and Indy for the NXT Women's Tag Titles. What were your, you know, generalizations and thoughts on the match? Shot, go ahead. Uh, I missed this match. You did? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I ran out to get something to eat during this match. Sorry. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I did. I, 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 honestly, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow. No knock against the women. No, honestly, no not I just, I'm sorry. With the card, I picked this moment that it was the, per- sorry. That's a knock because, I mean, you were friends, of, you know, you, like, Twitter friends of Indy Hartwell before she came to Indy Hartwell. So oh, I, no I, 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 lo- I say I love Indy, and I, I'm a big fan of hers, and I'm so happy to see where she's at. But, sorry, I picked this match to go get my food. <laughs> <laughs> You're that kind of, no, I'm kidding. All right, Dave, go ahead. <laughs> no, uh, this was another amazing women's match. I'm actually kind of liking the team of Ember Moon and Shotzi. I th- I didn't know how I was going to like them being randomly thrown in with each other, but it actually is doing very good chemistry. I liked the double stunner that Ember Moon gave. I thought the um, cross chop was kind of funny. You're talking about the Eclipse? The Eclipse, yes, thank yeah. you, sorry. It's beautiful finishing leads in professional wrestling. Yeah, it really is. And yeah, I just, I actually really enjoyed the tag match. I'm actually kind of glad that they were the tag champions. At first I thought it wasn't, it didn't make any sense. But as they're defending them more, I think oh, the right call is me. Yeah. They beat yeah, Dakota and Raquel yeah, the they same beat, night. Yeah, they beat, yeah. <laughs> That terrible booking decision. Um, I thought it was a cool match. You know, Candice and Indy both very talented, especially Candice. You know, like Dave said, Ember and Shotzi are kind of an exotic tag team, kind of interesting. Shotzi's so extra, but I think that's the point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shotzi's an amazing. Shotzi's amazing. 
I think it's helped revitalize Ember Moon. I mean, she was an NXT Women's Champion. Got once again, I hate to say, it, gone to main roster and what the hell was she doing? Well, and then she got hurt too. And got hurt, which never always helps. plummets your career. I'll say, which that never helps on the main roster by any means. Well, I think you know, getting back in NXT, you know, tagging Shotzi, you know, it kind of was an awkward team at first. You know, you're like, huh, that's an interesting pairing, but they've made it work, and they look dang good as a tag team, you know. The way I'm curious on seeing where Candice and Indy go, I think Indy's probably going to turn because she has that weird, like, loving... I was say, yeah, she's got, like, that weird crush romance thing going with Dexter Loomis. <laughs> sure, that's why they didn't win, because I'm sure there'll be a turn of some sort on her. Yeah, because Dexter will convince her to... They'll, they'll finally hook up or something. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. God. <laughs> That's an interesting storyline. Freaking, so freak, freaking, creep, freaking creep. Loomis gets his chick or some crap. Like, you gonna abduct her? Don't you hate storylines like that? Easy, Sea Biscuit. Easy. I don't know. He abducted Austin Fury. That's the only reason. Oh, I'm asking. Is that, like, yeah, was, yeah. The only, the only, pro- the only problem with when he abdu- abducted Austin Theory is he let him back. Yeah. Well, maybe kept, he didn't like the. Uh, Should have uh, kept him locked in that fucking broom closet. Oh. <laughs> and speaking of Austin Fury, next we got Johnny Gargano versus Bronson Reed for North American Championship with Austin Fury. Um, Shite, were you back from eating for this match? Uh, I came back about halfway through it. Okay, thoughts on the halfway through? Well, I mean, Bron- Bronson Reed, like we talked about before, doesn't doesn't do it for me, but I will give it to his athletics. I mean, the guy is good at what he does. For a guy his size, anyway. That's that actually sums up my thoughts on the match. Yeah. Go ahead. That's about it. I mean... I, I hate to give credit where credit is due here, but for a big guy... Your favorite. No, not my favorite. Today was really hoping, because Giant Scargon was a small guy, he was really hoping Bronson Paul was going to win <laughs> No, I said I didn't want him winning. <laughs> if you guys want to... All right, here's an inside story about Dave real quick. Yeah, let's go for it. So if you guys want to know these small guy jokes, we were live at WrestleMania 30. You know, main event, Daniel Bryan versus Batista. There's Randy Orton live in the Silver Dome, brother. Yep. Which Batista still should have won, by the way, but hey. I'm just... Oh, shut Dave. up. Dave, what shut <laughs> Dave said Batista still should have won, but I said, oh, Dave, shut up. He didn't win the Royal Rumble, I'm just saying. Brian's having this incredible... Who cares? The Royal Rumble rule's been broken for how many years now? Yeah, yeah. I know, and it's starting to annoy me now, actually. Oh, God. Anyway, yes, move at full force, one of the greatest storylines in all things, and Dave was getting so pissed. He's like, God, Daniel Bryan better not win this match. He's unbelievable. He's a small guy. He doesn't deserve to win because he's at 6'5", 300 pounds. He doesn't look like a champion. Yep. Oh, well, was, let me let you guys know. Dave's about 5'5", 300 pounds. I'm not uh, 300 pounds. Calm down. I mean, I'd say at that time Dave was like 5'5", 160 pounds. Small guy. Oh, and Dave wanted to be a wrestler. Yep. And he's telling Daniel Bryan, who's bigger than Dave... <laughs> he should be world champion because of size. And we all know what happened about me with me being a wrestler, okay? And then <laughs> Brian won. Dave was so pissed. Dave was, and this and see, and this is the thing. 
I was there with all of this. I can confirm this. This is legitimate words from Dave's mouth. And at the time, he was still pursuing being in the business at freaking five, like, actually, actually, he looks like one of those fucking hobbits and little Frodo's. And he's talking about, he's talking about small guys not being believable. That's why we just joke around. Anytime a big guy goes against a small guy, we always say Dave wants the big guy to win. The small guy sucks. So if you that's story time with us, if anyone actually give a shit. But we hope oh, you guys she, enjoyed. She, she just made a lot of smarks upset. That was just more entertaining than the Gargano Reed match. Yeah, it really was, honestly. That match didn't well, really do a whole lot. Bronson works. He's a good worker. Johnny Gargano's obviously Johnny Takeover. But yeah. When you don't have any investment in one of the wrestlers, like I have none in Bronson. Yeah, just I mean, I mean, bit, so. I mean, the guy seems very well loved and respected. I mean, everybody He's on Twitter, good. it's like the guy's good, but it just doesn't doesn't have it for me. I was just saying, Johnny Takeover made the match good, and I was heavily surprised by how good Bronson Reed was. And then they had Austin Fury help. Reed wins. I'm sure we'll do a rematch. This is where this is going. They had Fury help him win. It'll probably lead to a rematch of Gargano and Bronson, and Loomis will probably get involved because I believe Fury and Gargano are the ones that got Loomis eliminated from the gauntlet. They did sign. Yeah. That's probably where this is leading. All right. Up next, we got Karrion Cross for Spin Balor. No Demon Balor like people are hoping. Unfortunately. Were you back for this match? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Okay, hot. <laughs> match of the year candidate, hands down. One of the best, easily one of the best NXT world title matches in a long time. It's up there, I think, anyway. The story the show out for Carrion. Yeah, I mean, Carrion showed up and out, and it, it was it was a brilliant match. Storytelling was absolutely on point from both Finn and Carrion. That's and the thing about that match was it was storytelling one on one. It was absolutely good, but storytelling was the, the storytelling was what honestly what made the match so fucking good was how how absolutely brilliant it was played out by both Finn and slapping Carrion in the face, bringing out like that monster. Yeah, that killer Born cross, the deep water and drowning. He brought Killer Cross, not Carrion, but he brought Killer. Killer. I David. <laughs> Can can we also did I hope nobody played a shot game for the the amount of times that the NXT commentary team referenced oceans water drowning or anything of the sort. Carry on. Um. Okay. Uh, Dave, what were your thoughts on the match? Um. Okay, that kind of threw me for a loop there for a second. Um. You two really hit the nail on the head. Honestly, I don't think I deserve or have any right to even try to attempt to justify how good this match was with my sloppy-ass thoughts. You two hit the majority of the nail on the head. I think a lot of it was just... Finn was having to pull out deaths that he's never gone for. He was also bringing out the best in carrying, because carrying, for most part, has been pretty unchallenged on the main roster. So it was kind of an interesting twist. On the main So roster? maybe one day that will bring the demon off Finn because he couldn't beat Karrion by himself. If they ever do have a rematch, you never know. Say so if they... I don't know if the demon's uh, retired or not, but... Well, apparently it's still there, just not ready to be used. 
Oh, that's why he went back to NXT. They were trying to work that out of his character. Yeah, that, that's I hope why you I... just don't have Finn go back to the main roster again. Yeah. Ugh. Why would you want that? I said I hope I don't. Oh. I'm sure it will at some point. I'm sure. Alright, up next I got Kyle Riley versus Adam Cole. Unsanctioned. Shape. Another, another match of the year candidate, hands down. And I think it lived up. I, I think it really did live up to the hype of it. Just the only thing is... Now, I'm not, like, huge advocates on needing blood and things in matches, but I felt like this match needed it and didn't have it. it added element I, I think it would have added just a little bit more to the brutality. Not that it wasn't brutal, but it was very brutal, but it wasn't... I think that would have brought out just a little more of the personal brutality that the story was... that they the story with, with the story that they were telling... Do you think it was too long? No. A lot of people. I was only asking. It's a lot of people on Twitter. Were, no, no, no. I think. I think. I think, I think the long. timing. I think the timing had to be long. I mean, it was a long match, but I think the timing had to be because it was a very, very personal, unsanctioned match. So you so had to. You had to. You, it's supposed to be a time limit. No, un, unsanctioned is supposed to be about absolute brutality and no physicality. Rules. No rules. This just just Sorry. It's like no rules. No. No. Nothing. Just pure physical fight brutality until you know you've told your story until 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 you've told out and, and that's what they had to do and then that's why the matches had to be long or the match had to be long okay this is where i'm gonna disagree and alan on the blood thing Vince, i hope you're ta- taking notes and paying attention because this hands down is one of the best unsanctioned street fights in the whole PG era period. It didn't need blood. It told a decent enough story as it was. It was still brutal. It was still impactful. We had high heavy spots. It was just the right amount of length. And I really don't think it needed any blood. <laughs> I think it was just perfect the way it was. Alright, so obviously Dave was really against blood. That's all I got from that. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying... If you're going to do a PG street fight, that's the example you go to. This is another thing I hated was people trying to compare that to AEW's unsanctioned match yeah. Thunder Rose and Bray. It's like, good guy. I'll say, please. Because, see, and that's the thing to point out is just because the companies aren't on the same night anymore, this whole bullshit between the wars is never going to stop because Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa put on a match of the year candidate, a classic. Yes. And Adam Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly put on an amazing match and a classic. So why say so why just because they're two unsanctioned main events, why do we need to sit there and automatically go, Well this one was better? Who this fuck why the fuck are you comparing them in the first place? I'm gonna chime in real quick. I just wanna know if Britt Baker challenges Adam Cole and vice versa to uh unsanctioned fights in their household when they're cleaning dishes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do they do they just like after dinner or something just sit there and be like, who's don't whose turn is it to do the dishes tonight? I don't know. I think it's yours. No, I think it's yours. Unsanctioned street fight. <laughs> to anybody who still wants to do these stupid wars, I feel like half your face is panicked. Half your face is panicked on the camera. Why you sit like that? <laughs> I'll give you guys some homework tonight, okay? Want everybody. You can watch Broken Skulls with Chris Jericho on there as a guest 
may I add? You don't even have to give me homework. I'm going to do that immediately. I'm referring <laughs> to the AEW WWE war smark idiots on Twitter, not you two. You go watch Broken Skulls. Then, once and for all, you can shut up about the war because it doesn't exist. Did you watch it already? I will be. Oh. You act like you watched. No, they, I do they're... know. I do know. Not a spot. I did see they've talked about AEW like the first like, good amount of time. So yeah. Obviously, Vince don't give a shit. He needs to approve that stuff. Um, yeah. Match phenomenal. Great storytelling. You know, they brought a lot of things back. You know, they had the same kind of familiar match in our Ring of Honor and other stuff. These guys brought uh, several shades of storytelling from their past. You know, the intensity, you know, the whole slam through the ramp was cool. I know a lot of people thought that should have been the end. You know, but like you say, match of the year candidate. It's kind of like, I don't know how to describe it. There's so much action, so much different things being told in that match. All I can tell you is it's probably a 5 out of 5 match. If there's a 10 out of 10, it would be 10 out of 10. Guys, kill it. I thought it was a perfect length. I grew shite. Thought there should have been some blood. I know NXT don't do it. That's not a thing. I respect that. But with how personal this feud was, I think it could have been an exception, maybe. Yeah. Watch Stupid Meltzer give it a 3 out of 5. No one's even going to address that idiot. <laughs> that guy shouldn't even be talked about when it comes to professional wrestling. Did you hear Peter Rosenberg's response about that idiot? No one cares. We're not going to talk about Dave Meltzer in general. Yeah, or Brian Alvarez. Those so two we, are so we don't we, we, we don't we don't we don't waste time on clowns. <laughs> Except for Dave, he's a clown. I am a clown, so you're wasting time on me. All right. So let's move on to Russell Mania Night One. All right. <laughs> so we start off with the WWE Championship. Um, Lashley vs. Drew. Shape thoughts. I thought it was I thought it was a damn good match, and I was actually kind of legitimately shocked. That Drew so this didn't is win. the match you wanted to main event, just a bomb record. Yes, this is the match I wanted to main event, yes. <laughs> At the beginning of the night, now. Now, this, that we'll, we'll get into that later, but yes. I mean, the match was good, the story the story was good, and I, I, I'm glad, honestly, though, I thought Drew was going to win, but I'm honestly glad Lashley it, it retained, because I think Lashley has absolutely been killing it as champion. And I think... And I know they're working towards Lashley and Lesnar at some point. Oh, well, that's what we want. We don't know if that's what they're working towards. Oh, well, that that's is true. That's what everyone wants. Hopefully, that's what they're... Let me rephrase that, hopefully. But I just think... Well, I'm just glad to see, in general, Lashley retain so he can get a good run out of it because he deserves yeah. it. He really refined his skills, too, when he left WWE the first run. Yeah, he did. he did. He did. towards his MMA stuff. He just came back MVP... Really needs to be talked about more. That yeah, he does. So many yes. Yeah, crazy. I mean, what, what, especially what I mean, what he's done to help Bobby Lashley is, and what he did to help before they broke it up, Cedric and Shelton Benjamin. Now they're being, now they're being given up on. Apparently. I'm saying now they're being given up on. So, <laughs> but I mean, what, what 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 MVP has helped do for and Lashley and all that is amazing. Don't forget too, you know. Yes, Drew lost, but he passed out. Yeah. So it didn't make exactly. it it's still booked. It was it was booked right. brilliantly though. I will I will give it that. We've seen Bobby Lashley using the full Nelson though. So he's the first one that ever broke the master. <laughs> so now here he is, all these years later, using it. It's full Dave. circle. 
It's it's interesting. Before I get into my thoughts about how much people whine and moan on Twitter, I saw a few weeks ago that they were whining about, oh, this is just a rematch from Slammiversary many neons ago. Long-term story. Shut hey, up. Long-term storytelling. Mm. I know. All right, I'm going to say that rant to night two. Actually. So, um, <laughs> well, my thoughts on the match. I okay. am very glad that Lashley won. Due to the fact that I was needing him to win. Due to the fact that of a potential lashley Lesnar match we want. But there was one thing I found funny about the match. Drew sold that whole thing when MVP was yelling, Bobby, 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 and he turned around and actually answered to it. You guys saw that? Yeah, that was funny. I thought that was pretty entertaining. But, yes, it was an, it was an amazing, emotional first opening night match. Just hearing that crowd for the first match. Oh, I forgot. I, um, yeah. Match, yes, is the first. But start off Vince McMahon. Did you, did you guys like seeing Vince McMahon's the first thing on the... Uh, I, I had <laughs> the... Hogan and Titus. I had the urge to honestly turn the television. Like, because Vince was on it? Well... More so because Hogan was on it, but seeing... especially tonight when he opened in those pirate outfits. Oh, oh Jesus yeah. Christ! Um... Now, Alan, before you continue, <laughs> let me say something real quick. Oh, no way am in my shape or form advocating for Hogan, <laughs> but it looked like Titus wasn't too upset with Hogan. They worked. Very well, that's, surprisingly, as co-hosts. That's because Titus... Titus is a constant professional. Yeah, that's because Titus is one of the most professional people ever. I know that I'm not saying I'm advocating for what Hogan did. But you can continue on with your rant now. No, I mean, this is Vince. Not really a whole lot to add there. I mean, it's cool to see Vince welcome back to fans. I mean, that's always a... Vince isn't on screen much more, and... Say what you want about Vince. I think he actually does care about the fans, so I think it really means a lot. Well, it was a nice. Fans. It was a nice moment to just be able to hear the people. I think. Yeah, well, I mean, you have, Rhea Ripley, you have Rhea Ripley and several wrestlers crying on the stage when Vince was up there. You you know how much it means to them. That's what they do at the end of the day is do this for the fans. Of course, because without so I mean, this we, last year is so hard on them. So. I mean, we saw how WrestleMania went last year. I didn't watch it. Edge was smiling. Everybody was crying. It hit me in the field. Hills were smiling. Huh? Hills were smiling. No one could keep character with the fans in the back. Exactly. Jinder Mahal was smiling. I forgot he was even in. He was on. He was on the stage. To be honest, he was behind. He was behind Rhea. (laughs) He was behind. He was standing there behind Rhea. (laughs) In In catering. I just thought of something. How dumb? How dumb were us three? We should have known. If you notice at the beginning before night one match even kicked off, Roman was in a suit next to the whole McMahons. We should have known that was a good segue to him actually winning the match. What? What? What the flying fuck? Roman is that? always wears suits. He has that cocky, arrogant heel thing. Say what? Head the, the table heel. What the hell does? What the hell does him having to standing next to the McMahons <laughs> have to do with him guarantee to be winning the match? I don't know. <laughs> Especially the many a times through the match when that didn't look like that was going to happen. 
Yeah, I'm aware of that, but we'll get to that. You know, it was weird having the title match be their opening thing, but I heard actually it being opening was one of the big honors because they wanted to have their first entrances in front of fans be a bang. Yeah, yeah, Drew so, kept preaching about that, for that. Yeah, yeah. Probably lastly, welcome the fans back. Yeah, I mean that's uh, not, and no knock on that. I mean it's like that's where I had to put, but you know. Okay. All <laughs> right. Do we even have to talk about the next match? The tag team turmoil. No, yes. I don't really care. no. Like the only sir, thing we talked about about it was Mandy. Mandy, but Mandy, Mandy falling on her ass. I say Mandy falling on her nice ass. Like I mean, good and lord. Freaking Dana Brooke having a nip slip yes, apparently, but other than that, no. Dana couldn't keep her. Uh, I say, and Dana, Dana, Dana couldn't keep the buns in the oven. So I mean, <laughs> couldn't keep the buns in the oven. She couldn't keep the she she couldn't t- keep keep the oven door closed on the buns in the oven or some shit like. On she couldn't keep like, her double D's locked say, in there. She couldn't she couldn't keep she couldn't keep them locked in the cage now. So. That was like legit. That match sucked. Sorry. Riot Squad had a nice tad bit showing. It lived it well. Yeah, they should have won. Billy and Carmella were funny together. Honestly, I have nothing to say about this. No, the match. Naomi and Lana. Well, I mean, it shows. Mandy was a number four trend on Twitter, and that's because she fell on her ass. That's the only thing people thought about that match. Yeah. Yeah, Natty because that match. I mean, because I mean, legitimately, that match. The it, it, the the timings were off. The it was ever, all over the damn play. It was awful. It was okay. Nothing I would watch back ever. Yeah. Oh no, I wouldn't be in a hurry. See, Alan, that should have been your food dinner break, not. Dave, he's not a takeover. I don't I'll say, know, Dave. That was. I say, Dave. That was that was during takeover. That was the night before, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh, okay. Cesaro so versus Seth Rollins next. God, you two are divas. <laughs> Wait, what'd you feel? Clearly, there's no chemistry between me and the host, Shipe. Wait, I'm, I'm a, I'm a D. Okay. Um. Okay. Anyway, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins sponsor. I'm, I'm glad that Cesaro. I hope this means. That Cesaro is finally getting his long overdue push because this match was not only a really good showing for him, but he got the freaking win at WrestleMania in his first singles match at WrestleMania, which is crazy to freaking think about. This was his first ever singles match at Mania. How long? He's been. He's been there for for ten years. Yeah, a decade. Yeah. So. Only singles moment he ever had was when Andre jumped about Royal, but that was about Royal too. Yeah, Over that was about a Royal. That yeah. wasn't a single one-on-one match. Jeez. And I'm glad he finally got that that mania moment, and it was a hell of a good match. And you thought Seth was gonna win, so you must have been surprised when I was. I was. I mean, but it was a damn good match. Damn good match. It doesn't surprise me. It was damn good, and it is surprising that hopefully, finally, can this finally be the moment that shoots Cesaro into the stratosphere? Please. It has to be. Guy wrestles circles. I mean, dude did a swing. He does a swing, but then he does a swing on his neck with no hands. Like, how do you do that? Yeah, with the person on his neck. Spin without the hands. Yeah, and they're on his. He's he's holding that weight on his head. Then I'm pretty sure there's pictures that Seth actually puked after that. That was from Extreme Rules. I don't think that was an actual WrestleMania oh, picture. picture. Oh, that was a... I mean, I wouldn't blame him if he did, though, taking that many damn swings. Yeah, 23 swings. 
It's uppercuts for Cole, but Seth's really been good since he came back from maternity leave too. Though. Yeah, give him credit. His character, his suit. He, he's he's doing that whole like hipster, modern, trendy, like drip bullshit culture, like, and he's doing it so brilliantly. That's a brilliant character iteration, by the way. How many times did Rollins counter the damn swing? Like what, ten? That was the whole point. That was the, what the build was, was the swing. He did yeah. not want to get swing because he was humiliated by getting swung. I know, I'm just saying, I thought it was cool. He had, like, a bunch yes. of different... So that was good storytelling. Yeah, sure. it was. Is that their first ever match together? I Did Black I and so. Claudio ever... Off the top of my head, I can't... Head. Off the my top of my head, I can't remember. One thing, too, is... Jerry's King Lawler's idiot. This was on the pre-show. Said that this is the first time the fans have ever been behind Cesaro. Um, and so they hope he makes the most of it. I'm just sitting there thinking back to 2014. It's been six years, seven years we've been begging this guy. I mean, WrestleMania 30, we're all Yeah, it's like, dude, it's like, King, are you drunk, bro? Seven years late, bro. People Say, have been begging for a we've Cesaro been, push. We've been, we've been begging for a, a big Cesaro push for freaking ever. King. Because the guy is one of the best in the fucking business and deserves a push. He needs to get off the camera. If that's what King needs to do. Yeah. Hey, up next, we got the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. That's how Michael Cole was pronouncing Omos. it. Omos. Thoughts? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, AJ Styles is Grand Slam champion, which is cool. Literally, I mean, literally, this match was done to make AJ Styles a Grand Slam champion and to put put um, uh, Omos over as a unstoppable beast. Even then, I mean, I don't know, this is a big guy, so Dave probably has expertise on that. <laughs> I will give credit where credit is due for the New Day. Usually, I find the matches kind of boring and lackluster, and I find them very annoying half the time. But tonight, they were actually serious. They actually did strategic tag wrestling where they kept AJ in there for majority of the match. They actually came raring to go. New Day is one of the better tag teams in the world, and they distributed it during this match. Yeah. Other than that, the match was eh. New Day, say what you want about their character. They're one of the best tag teams. Oh, they're easily one of the best in the world. You know, Iceland, Omos, Bruce, uh, Iceland Styles in their corner pants the whole match, Tag Team 101. Omos very green. Just go back. You can tell Omos is very green. But yeah. he, he's still, you know, that's how good Styles and New Day were. They still made him look like a beast, and, you know, he had a big part in that match. Well, and, and Kofi doing that, Kofi doing that brilliant sell, like, with his eyes, like, holy shit. And when he got in the ring, yeah. And Xavier's like, I don't want no party, you big guy, go away. Let's have Vince. Uh, Night two had the same thing too. Vince is like debut and all these massive men. Yeah, we back to like the tall big guys. Like, yeah. Well, apparently we brought back the Samoan Spike, but we'll get to that later. Uh, next, we got Shane versus Braun. I don't know, no hype for this, but I mean, it was better than I thought I mean, it was, was going to be. Shit show, but it was still, I mean, they at least had one or two creative things in it. I guess. I mean, I dig the. I, I dug the unique way of getting Shane back in the cage. That was a first in a cage match. Having the having the big guy rip the cage open from the side. Yeah, never seen that. I before. mean, we've never seen that before. That was that was cool. And then you always got to give credit where credits due. Shane McMahon, at the age that he is, doing he is taking bumps like he's still taking. 
to to take the bump off the top of that cage and then take a running power slam from a guy as big as Braun Strowman right after it. That had to feel a fucking amazing. Rant time. I really didn't like this storyline, to be honest. No, the storyline sucked. Yeah, the storyline sucked. No, 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 no. I don't buy the fact that Braun Strowman is going around trying to be everybody's inspirational hero. Oh, oh no! I'm doing this for everybody because everybody gets called stupid. No, you're boring. Yeah, Nobody cares about you. Indie wrestlers get real time, real jobs. I'll say. I mean, is, is anybody? That's not an inspiration. I'll say. Is I mean, but like, I'm not saying that anybody here. I at least I didn't. I don't know about Dustin, but I didn't. I don't buy this whole Braun Strowman savior of the universe bullshit. I, no, it's but, fucking stupid, and it but, doesn't work. I mean, work. I mean, we know we know Braun Strowman's like a fucking huge asshole. Ooh. Yeah. So, Go back to your country lifestyle, you steroided freak, and stop okay. trying to play inspirational, man. Let's just talk about the match. Match itself sucked. Two right shite mentioned. Two cool things, though. You know, I've never seen someone rip open the cage. Yeah. On the side of the cage, too, not the door. Like the yeah, like, like, le- le- cage, like legit. Put his hand in there. That was cool, Mama. My question is, why is Shane stopping laughing and waving? Like, couldn't. Wouldn't like, well, just uh, jump down? I mean, but then again, Shane, Shane, of course, playing the cocky, arrogant heel there. He knew that was a finish, but I'm just saying, common sense, though, you'd think that he would have just jumped down and won the match. Yeah. Okay. But how many more WrestleManias does he need to be a part of? I mean, this is, uh, what, his fifth one in a row now? As many as he wants to be. He's a McMahon, as many as he wants to do. So, could be more. We might, we'll probably see him in Dallas. Oh, great. So... <laughs> With him versus The Undertaker again? <laughs> yeah, so that was that. Alright, up next we got... I think it's the main event, right? No, no, I mean, it should have been the main event. That's how... Oh, it shouldn't have been, but... Made the most surprising performance ever. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison. Shite, go ahead. I love you, Bad Bunny. <laughs> Like, no, but seriously, that was the most incredible celebrity wrestling performance of all time. I mean, it goes to show the professionalism of John Morrison and Miz, and it shows Bad Bunny isn't just one of those celebrities who only wants to be there for some clout. I mean, the guy took this as seriously as you can take this. And he all the respect. He got the biggest pop of the night. So, like, I mean, the guy. The, well, and that's because you gotta respect the the dedication that yeah. the guy and the way that they also the way that they wrote him off of WWE TV was absolutely brilliant. By the way, I also give him major props on that for for doing that. The way they did oh, yeah, it with his 2022 tour. Yeah, announcing when with Hunter there standing <laughs> with that custom mic, and it's like now it's time for you to go do your thing. <laughs> and it's like that was that was brilliant way to write it off and end it. But I mean, all the props in the world to Bad Bunny for and mad respect for taking it as seriously and showing that passion and dedication and respect. Matt, Miz and Morrison made it look very good too. Like and then, of course, I mean, whipping whipping out that Canadian destroyer. Holy shit! What can you say about Bad Bunny? I mean, I gained respect from right away. You know, when he wiped his feet on the ring. Yes, that's, sir. If you don't know, that's the ultimate sign of respect in professional wrestling. Most celebrities probably don't even know that. No. 
You know, he does that. The guy, you know, he has tons of money, but still, he bought a what a rental home in Florida. Yeah, he 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 went. He he got a rental property in Florida, moved down to Florida, and went to the performance center every day and trained for this. Was on Raw every week. Like, and was on was Raw. Invested. I mean, he lived the full time schedule, and he was invested in the story, and he was he was wanting to learn, and he was you could see that he was wanting to do a really good job, and it, it, it's amazing to see a celebrity come in and do what he did and then the final product be as incredible as it was he sold very well hit that canadian destroyer better than a lot of wrestlers can hit it like yeah. the guy he put gave his a work suplex in. to john morrison which was amazing what suplexing john morrison hey he did that I mean, guy was great yeah. i was blown away with how I mean, he looked like he was a natural in that ring you yeah can tell he, he did he hit a Falcon Arrow, like in sync with Damian Priest. Like, I mean, he was so, hitting moves that aren't exactly the easiest moves. To hit. I mean, like legit. If the guy put down the mic, he could be a professional wrestler, no doubt. That's how serious. That's how like, <clears throat> I mean, you could see it. That's how like legitimately he t- he could be a wrestler, and it, it was it was amazing. I, I'm I'm, so pr- I'm proud because I I love him as an artist. And I know I don't speak Spanish and whatnot, but I love him as an artist, and I do do the translation stuff, so I I know along. But it's like he he's an amazing artist, and I, I have even more respect for him after how he how he came in and did this. Set the standard, bro. And and he will and he will def and and I hope and I hope at least in Dallas or L.A. he uh, gets a celebrity induction. Yeah, he deserves it more than Ozzy. I mean, I mean, he 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 is the he is the he is the celebrity for the first time in a really really long time. I don't remember how long it's been since I think maybe what Pete Rose from a celebrity that actually deserved to be in there. Pat, do you consider Pat McAfee a celebrity? Mm, yeah. Was it NFL? Yeah. Really popular. I mean, podcast. Pat, yeah, it's like... Bad Bunny, I mean... I mean... McAfee and Bad Bunny have set the precedence for what celebrity matches should absolutely. be like. Absolutely. I hope that if WWE, anybody, books any going forward, they make sure that these dudes, these celebrity guys, know this is the, their territory. Yeah. They need to train. If they want to be part of the show, they need to train. They need to yeah, train. Like, I mean, I mean, because like, I mean, because like, look at how fucking shitty ass that piece of shit Logan Paul was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that looked like crap. I mean, he was and, falling asleep halfway through the damn match. I say. I mean, it's like legitimately, and I don't care if I piss anybody off. Fuck the Paul brothers. <laughs> yeah, and Soldier Boy, pay attention to Bad Bunny. That's a good example. Um, Alright, up next we got the main event. Sasha Banks versus the best, the EST, Bianca Belair. Shape! <laughs> now Dave, son, I want you, yes. to, listen, I want you to listen up right now. Because you, you, you said I was going to admit that I was wrong about something. Yeah. That these, that this, that you said that I was wrong on saying that this didn't deserve to be the main event. Was I right? Yeah, that's what you said. Well, that's, people were yeah, whining and, and bitching and moaning. I, I was, and, and they were, because I didn't believe, I, and now 
for anybody that missed, I'll do a quick little recap. I didn't believe that this match, because of some for the culture bullshit, deserved to be the main event of WrestleMania. Now, I never had a problem with the actual match itself. Brilliant matchup. The build the build sucked. But when the match happened, it absolutely deserved to be where it was. Those two women went out there and gave 120% and absolutely fucking killed it while making history. So made it iconic. And event. I mean, they, 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 it was an, it, it was an iconic moment. It, it was pure emotion. It was pure storytelling. It was absolutely brilliant. Bianca was crying before the match even started. And Sasha was trying not to. She was, she was trying not to. And then, I mean, you could see what it meant, and it de- absolutely the build might have sucked, but the match itself, once it actually happened, it was like a, a whole nother story was told. And it absolutely 100% deserved to be where it was. Hands down, this... If we don't have any other sort of um, emotional rollercoaster matches like this for the rest of the year, this is to be the match of the year for 2021 for the women, hands down. Yeah. Mic drop, that's it. I don't know what there is to say. Match is phenomenal. I want to know what does Bianca do with her hair that makes it so sharp. It's braided. Did you see those welts on Sasha Binks' yeah, body? Yeah, it's in braided, that bro. Yeah, oh, I know. God, but it's it, tight braids. Well, but see, that's the thing. Braids, braids, and both. Now, I'm not going to speak for. I don't, I don't know the whole hairstyle thing, but I'm braids, and I'm pretty sure it's braids and cornrows are tied so tight that. That's how her, because her hair is done up so tight that it causes that sound when she hits Sasha with it. Man, it hurts so bad. I mean, God, just hearing it, holy shit. Marks on Sasha's side, too, afterwards. That's what I mean, and it's like, yeah, show that to the fake people. That's a good one. And I show them Walter's chop, too. I mean, you got chops and you got the hair braid. That was incredible. Like, women delivered, but I think that moment, just iconic moment. You know, you know, you have two African-American women maybe for the first time. And you know, you can see the impact it meant on because both women yeah. were so emotional. Montez Ford, who's married to Bianca, I'm sure everyone knows that, but it's married to Bianca, came out. You know, and then I showed, I showed a clip that's exploded, I don't know why, <laughs> 400 plus likes, of you know, him carrying Bianca backstage and them just, like, crying together. Yeah. It's just like... That's what I love in professional wrestling is, you know, getting that thing of seeing how much does this sport, you know... Mean to this, this person. person. You know, this event, this spectacle really means to these everybody's wrestlers. Yeah. Especially when you're making history, because for too long, you know, the women's scene's been neglected. You know, African Americans, you know, have been neglected in notoriously until recently. And it's and like... Until, you know, now we have Lashley, you know, Bianca, we, you know... And it's for a lot. A lot's going on in the wrestling world right now. The last last two out of three manias have been main evented by women. Like, like, there's great things going on, you know, and this match was another great chapter in this industry that's the best damn industry in the world. And I'm so glad to see it turned out well. The reaction was, you know, the reaction was in response was incredible because that's what Vince likes to see so we can get more of this. Yeah. They delivered. They got the spot. You know, 
like you and me discussed, you know, why it didn't feel like a main event. It's because the booking sucks. So I don't think Vince had any intention. This was no. probably never supposed to be a main event. No, but, like you no, said but, what culture did put in, but there's a good, they delivered when they got. Put. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. And, and they absolutely did. And they, they absolutely did. Yes, yeah, so Dad almost came off of the darn barricade because he was so happy. This hopefully will make Vince build the matches better. So, all right, these women do deliver because this was a hell of a lot better than Becky, Charlotte, and yeah. Oh yeah, hands down, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. But then you still have people bitching like, "Oh, Sasha lost again. She hasn't won a WrestleMania. Who cares?" She was smiling. Okay, the point of the moment, man. Sasha Banks was literally over there crying. She was smiling. So, In so fact, smiling. She was happy to put Bianca over. We witnessed history. Why can't us as wrestling fans just take it in? Because why does everything have to be nowadays? Doesn't care. Because why does everything no. have to be? My favorite wrestler doesn't win. Well, because that sucked. That's that's just because the whole internet and keyboard, bro. Well, my favorite wrestlers lost a main event today. I'm not crying. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, mine too. I'm not. Kurt I'm Angle, not my favorite wrestler of all time, lost to Baron Corbin in his retirement match. I didn't cry. <laughs> you lying sack shit. Yes, you did. I'm just anyway, kidding. Phenomenal event. It's going to be something I always remember. I I even wish, you know, it was good. I'm glad fans were there to see this. That was what's important. If only it was full capacity, but at least people got to witness this history. Proud of both women. Hopefully, you know, I'm glad to see the growth. Bianca's grown so much. I'm, you know, interested in seeing where she keeps growing. It's going to be a hell of a ride with her and the EST era, you know, kicking off SmackDown. Because hopefully it stays there for a while. Well, SmackDown actually knows how to book their shows. I'll say SmackDown is actually, SmackDown's actually watchable. Right. Night 2 was zoomed through it. Fiend versus Bray. I mean, Fiend versus Randy. <laughs> Thoughts, Dave? I think I actually lost his prediction. Wait. We all did. We all did. My prediction was Randy was going to win. No, we predicted the theme. Night two, I'm just gonna be honest. I lost almost all my predictions. Yeah, that, well, and night, night two was night two was very anticlimactic. Night two is home of the white wrestling gear. <laughs> Randy and Edge both coming out in white trunks and pants. <laughs> uh, Shai, what do you think? I know you're not huge on the fiend and Alexa being well, with him. I will say this match did do something, and it's pretty historic. For the first time in this entire angle, I'm actually intrigued with Alexa Bliss and her character. Well, like a week until she breaks kayfabe, and then you no, wind no, up no, no, again. No, I'm not saying I'm. I'm not saying I'm a fan, because I'm not. But I'm also a huge fan of the whole crown of thorns and the blood. I'm I'm big on that that imagery and that that style, and then expect was that blood or was that oil? No, well, I can't, I, it, it was it was, it was it was supposed to be portrayed as fiend blood. Well, That's why it was black. Uh, okay. But that whole that whole imagery, because of course, for those who don't know, I'm big into the emo goth goth culture as well, and that whole crown of thorns imagery is really, and I'm interested to see because she cost him the match. Yeah, he was like dominating. I mean, and it's like, and and I know people are so pissed, but it's like, let the story play out because this story has been getting kind of stale, to be honest. Randy's story is done, but the thing is, this opened up another one. I'll say it it created another version of a, a new story, so 
let it play out. It's intriguing, honestly, because Alexa Bliss is like she all this, and she's freaking got this crown of thorns on. That's and she's bleeding, and she calls the fiend the match. What the hell? Where's that going? A darker fiend? Is there a second fiend? Like, say, I know there, Bo Dallas is, has been rumored as a second fiend. Like, I say, is there? Is there? Is, is did did she get taken over by the other fiend? Like, it's it's interesting to see what it's for the first time in this and with her being in the story, mind you. There's that, a Kane Undertaker vibe, or you know, Undertaker Undertaker. I think Kane Undertaker is probably gonna be Bo, right? As a second fiend, yeah. it's be brother versus brother, yeah. fiend versus fiend. Yeah. Alexa running bow. I think that would be excellent if that's how that book. I'll say if they're if they if she is the if she's the mind control of both of them, and I mean it, it's got potential to actually be super brilliant from this point. If, First time if, I cared for Fiend in quite some time, honestly. So. If booked right, of course. You know, so yes, people are mad. You know, Fiend lost. Randy won. That's the anti. But the thing is, another great storyline could be boiling from it. So yes, there was. Once again, the result doesn't always mean everything in wrestling. If you allow it to be booked and allow it to grow, it will be good. But you just got to put your mind there first. Makes you wonder where Randy's going to go now, though. That is a good question. Well, Randy's, from- Randy's doing his best damn work, so I'm excited to see it. Say I love seeing him wipe the ramp down, mocking Randy. <laughs> oh, I see a veteran do a rib like that. And then, and then she thing. she tweeted funny Randy with a like blank face emoji. I just like, feel bad for her. That's probably gonna be a gimmick for her now. Vince is like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. She's gonna every entrance. Oh oh, like for the next like six weeks, she's gonna be busting her ass. I hope her tailbone's strong because <laughs> she's gonna be busting her ass every week for the next six weeks. <laughs> like Titus World Slide. Shane is my whole... I mean, not Shane. Nia is my whole thing. They're probably... Oh, he's going to be doing that. Thank God they're over that, by the way. I know Dave's mad, but... Thank God they're <laughs> over it. Up next, we'll tag titles. Women's ones. Nia, Shane versus Natty, Tamina. But... Uh, I, I have a rant on this. Alan... So, you, can, you can be quiet for a second. <laughs> fuck you. I think he has a poll for this match on that. Yeah, I don't, but fuck you anyway. The only reason why they are still a tag team is because Shayna does majority of the work. I'm not here to act like I'm body shaming Nia because I'm not, but if Nia knew how to actually wrestle a little bit better and doesn't botch or hurt people nine times out of ten, that titles would be flipping and flopping on a lot more than it is. Only reason why they're still champions is because of Shayna. Their title defense has been stale and unforgivable and boring. Unforgivable? Damn, what the hell? Unforgettable, sorry. Wait, forgettable, you mean, not unforgettable. Yes, I said forgettable, sorry. No, you said unforgettable. Was it forgettable? Very forgettable. Point is... I was hoping it was... Yeah, ahead, the fact ahead. that Nia can't do anything is the only reason why they're still tag champs. Okay, can we? Vince can't put her, put them on anything, anybody else. I think can can we just like can we just like kind of appreciate like this is the first time that Tamina's ever gotten a reaction like ever. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. It's kind of close to Tamina getting kind of. I, I mean, honestly, it is no knock on. I mean, it really is. And Shane is a workhorse. I was hoping they would lose so she can get back onto the title picture. Yeah. 
I, mean, I guess this is a whole bunch. Vince doesn't know what to do with Natalia to me. That's so they just threw them in, did the whole. They're trying to be their own, get people, out on their right? own over the family legacy thing. I mean, it's just the same right. old regurgitated. Well, no, like you made a, like you make a good point. The match itself then. wasn't that bad. I mean, it just wasn't invested. Well, well, no, I mean it. It wasn't terrible though. She yes, I purposely skipped over O'Neill and Hogan. I know that started off the show. But I just want to skip over that because God, that, that was awful. Why yeah. is Hogan trying to talk like a pirate? Oh, he he's used to using a lot of R's. <laughs> oh, hard R's like people. I say he, he's he's used to he's used to using a lot of hard R's. Fucking bitch. <laughs> okay, Alan, calm down. All right, up next. Here we go. Dave's favorite, Logan Paul. We have Kevin Owens for Sami Zayn with Logan Paul doing absolutely nothing. Nothing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just getting paid. So just sitting there in a More chair. More money that like that piece of trash doesn't deserve. And then he didn't even do it. Like, he looked like he was bored, too. So not only did he come, but he looked bored. So not only he did he... He got the Huluva kick. When Kevin Owens fell on the ground, he was falling out of his chair to mock it. Like, fucking... Paul man. Brothers are... They're they're bit they're pieces of trash. I get it. They're stars, you know, twenty million viewer subscribers on YouTube. They bring publicity, but ugh. yeah, not the publicity Can you want. Can anyone like stunt Logan any harder, please? I wish that would have been stiff. <laughs> I mean, I guess the point. Of, I mean, it wasn't even like it was an okay match, but it didn't feel like it lasted that long. No, no it did not. Which oh, is insane! For those two. I wish it would have had more time. I wish I wish Zane, it would have just been I wish it would have just been a legitimate Owen Zane match without without the whole fucking celebrity Paul brother bullcrap. I, I miss NXT Sami Zayn. Yes, please. I was saying Zane fan, but this whole conspiracy thing is just kind of This whole play in the crazy guy conspiracy thing is doesn't work doesn't work for him. Hey, at least the fans are chanting oh during his entrance. Yeah, his fans were singing along to his feet song a little bit, which was cool. Hopefully, eventually, because his is one, his, his is one of the his is one of the funnest to sing along with. Yeah, Boy chance. Hopefully, we get that bad, but I doubt it. Match was good. Owen's got to win. Sami Zayn lost. I think everyone knew it was coming. Solid match. Yeah, nothing wrong. With it. No. Yeah, those two don't. I don't think could put a bad match together. I mean, stunning Logan Paul was a highlight. Oh hell yeah! Did <laughs> you could call that a highlight? No, that was the highlight. Seeing that piece of shit get put on his face. Up yeah. next, Riddle vs. Sheamus. This really, I, I did, did really didn't do anything for me. I think it was a surprising match because it was just, it, it wasn't really built up that much. It was built over a scooter or something. Like that. So it was built over. I, I don't. Shame. I don't watch Raw. We've said that. I don't know. This I'll is say a I don't. Match. I'll say this is a Raw match. I don't know too much on it, but. I mean, it wasn't uh, a, again. Wasn't a bad match. But Sheamus, to me, is stale as paint. Sheamus oh, is you stale have to admit that but... towards the end was kind of cool. Sheamus is stale characterized, but I think he's been putting his best work in the ring. I do agree. Ever, I, now, that, now that I will I will 100% agree there. Riddle's good. I mean, the bro kick at the end was cool. That was a good way of doing it. It's just a nice, hard hitting. And, busted, and, and busted Riddle's mouth open. Busted real hell open. But really quickly before we move on, that segment before the match with Kali. RVD and Kali was just cringe. RVD rap. RVD rolling papers, rap. yo. Full raps. <laughs> no. Leave it to RVD. I meant with Kali. 
RVD was in that segment. Yeah, before I, he's talking before about before RVD. You need big hands. How do you make love? How do you do love? How do you shop with your big hands? Like you probably need big, big socks. Like they're really they're really portraying him as the California surfer stoner dude. Embarrassing. Right, up next, Big E versus Apollo. <laughs> so it was a street fight. No, That's it was, an, it was an Nigerian I, drum fight. I, street fight of drums on the outside. The match itself was really good. Yeah. I will say that the match itself was really good, but I'm not, I'm not that invested in the whole Apollo new character thing as everybody then else. Dabo Cado from Brazil running. Dabacado, and he's Brazilian, by the way. <laughs> um, and and Apollo is supposed to be, you know, doing his Ni- Nigerian heritage thing, and. <laughs> You have Davakato come in. Obviously, he's supposed to be like a like the way he was dressed. He's supposed to be like what a fucking general or something. And <laughs> we'll take the Samoan Spike is coming out of retirement. Rest in peace, Yeah, I mean it's like, but he's Brazilian, dude. Just saying. Okay, Vince okay. doesn't know about his heritage and his races. Okay. I think this is a common. This match was a common theme of the night. Yeah, good match. I don't think there's a bad. No, it match. won't. The matches weren't the bad. Card, I mean, except for the tag team the tag title match. Right. But there wasn't a lot of investment in any of the matches no. tonight, except for the main event. Except for yeah. I think that it kind of is in that category, unfortunately. Right. I just say that, but a lot of these, like I was texting you, I think a lot of these matches were put there as good matches, but. They want to save their energy for the main event. I feel like this whole card was built around that main event. I agree. I think it was supposed to be built around Randy Finn and the main event. And everything yeah. else was just kind of filled. More so, especially the main event. Yes. Like, Are we really about to get a Bailey versus a Bella Twins feud? No. I hope not. No, I just think that was that was just a, another a, a cool moment, I guess, to give the fans no. or something a Bella moment for their but Hall of Fame. Really Find anything for Bailey to do the entire night. My possible Kogan and Titus O'Neil. <laughs> my, my 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 personal opinion that should have been Becky. So do I'm not saying I'm not saying that her be her return feud or anything. I'm just saying to mark because like if she comes back anytime soon, <laughs> which you you know she is going to, it's going to be in front of it's nobody. Tasty. I just feel like you could have taken out the tag team turmoil match and put Bailey versus somebody else. Up next, Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. Yes. Go ahead, I'm, Shay. I'm so happy for Rhea. The NXT trifecta is complete in WWE. Yeah. You got Raquel as NXT Women's Champion, Bianca, and now Rhea. It's perfect. Even if Oscar would have won, wouldn't it have technically been that though? Because she was in NXT. Well, but now I'm talking about the new era, like the yeah, new. Oscar's the older era. Yeah, Oscar. Oscar was the older era NXT. I mean, the match itself was awesome. I know you like the way you got some reels in. And Ash, and Ash from, seeing Ash from New Year's Day perform, of course, was... Uh, Alan, you know, you're not going to like to hear this. Oh, God. What, you thought it sucked? Everybody thought it sucked. I didn't think it sucked. I'm just saying she got shat on on Twitter. Like, it was, yeah. Did you just well, say on Twitter the whole pay-per-view <laughs> No, I mean that's that's okay. That I mean, 
everyone's in that kind of. I'll say not everybody. Trust me, not everybody's into New Year's Day type of music anyway, and that's her vocal style. I just want a Shotzi Blackheart Ash Castillo uh, combination song, please. Shotzi can sing because Shotzi because. By the way, if y'all don't know Shotzi, Scarlett Bordeaux, and I cannot remember the third girl's name, have a song the out called Indestructible. Why I saw that was because I was tweeting my thoughts out on a couple things. Thank you. I was just about wrestling and fellow wrong. Fellow train. <laughs> oh, yeah, is that when he tried hey, to you do... you grammar Nazi. What are you, Steven? <laughs> is, that, is that what... Is that what... But, but Dave, Dave, in order to do a follow train, bro, you have to have a following. <laughs> How are you doing? Nobody interacts with your shit either. I'm not, so try- I'm not trying to do follow trains. <laughs> okay. Let's get great match, physical. I mean, it, I don't know. I'm just happy for Rhea after, you know, the debacle of Charlotte last year to see her get that. I'm trying to speed through it because we've been recording for some time, so sorry for the rush through. But to see Rhea get that, you know, moment was awesome after last year we were all upset about how she lost and especially because of her emotion when they were standing on stage it meant a world it it meant a world to be at wrestlemania in front of fans and for her to win was was awesome i root for people like Rhea because you can see how much the business means to them right and sucks for her too though backlash she'll lose sucks for her though because you know as she knows people from australia went there so if i missed her you know country being there too as a representation i kind of wonder yeah because obviously as great as the fans were there was a huge missing yeah presence you know the rest of the the european the european presence to wrestlemania the european the european continent fan base just everybody the whole world the whole world WrestleMania. say the world the european the the european influence the from everybody from all around the world was not there you you could definitely definitely tell i feel just all the superstars are happy but you know let's say you do have sort of foreigners like yeah probably ah man i just wish cover was my face on my you know yeah so she so she could come out her entrance and be here like oh see oh see oh see oh yeah like you you know she'd want to hear that and i know she probably missed that and i just did i just did probably like the worst australian one so i forgive me forgive me forgive me if anybody uh, i'm so sorry yes never ever do that trust me nobody likes you anyway ships you don't have to worry about that i know that but damn dude (laughs) like i really don't care Oh God! I thought you wanted to make a following. <laughs> He's still thinking about you what? taking that shot on a follow train. Say, like I don't want to take it on a follow train. Never Dave, seen Dave, Dave, I'm a fucking loner, bro. You think I give a flying shit if people like well, me? Well, you are right? a podcaster, aren't you? Supposed to be liking the people you podcast to. Are you done? Yeah, All right. shut up. We got Roman versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. I think I can speak for all of us. This shocked me that result. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I don't. I'm not seeing a way where Roman won. I did not. I did not see that coming at all. I could have sworn Edge was supposed to win, but I guess Vince decided last second not to let that happen. So I guess just now, who's he gonna lose to? I'm thinking The Rock. He's not gonna lose to The Rock. The Rock's gonna put him over. And that's not for another two years. Hey, Who's he lose to then? Hey, is Edge in a singles match? 
Lesnar. WrestleMania Backlash, which is a stupid name, by the way. Yeah, we're talking Lesnar for Lashley. How do we know they're not going to do Lesnar and Roman? I'll say, uh, how do we know that? I, I mean, just realized that. I'll say, I mean, loves, I'll say, you know Fox loves them. But you know they don't. They're actually the ones that sent Lesnar away, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but Well, maybe you had... Well, yeah. In that, we've seen Lesnar Roman 8 million times, and God, the last time they competed was 34, I think, so they yeah. probably want to get that out. Well, then what do we do with Edge now since his whole well, storyline is just... I think that was a write-off for him and Brian. Well, that was because Edge doesn't do, but I think four pay-per-views a year. He's backstage creative now. Yeah, like so, yeah so like that was their that was their write-offs for a while, which was a brilliant way to do them, actually. At least that's what we Maybe think. Edge was never going to win the title to begin with. And I'm just thing is, WrestleMania Backlash, what a god-awful name, they don't see it. They might... Maybe Edge isn't right off though. Yeah. It'll be him versus Roman at WrestleMania Backlash at one v one. I don't know. I'll say maybe, maybe we, we don't know. And but, so basically, AKA we get a night full of rematches. That's what I'm saying. It'll be Edge versus Roman. I think Brian did get right off because I know he wants to be part time. Yeah, he's going to part time. I think that Concerto to the concussion area. That was storytelling right there. Yeah, Rit, Brian. And I don't know what to do with Edge. And, and and the match itself featured so much brilliant storytelling. It was absolutely incredible main event. And Jay Uso did more wrestling than Roman did. I'll say Jay Uso. Yeah. Say Jay Uso, the right hand man. Got to give it to him. He had a plan. The main event Uso, as I, JBL likes to call him. The main <laughs> event Uso. So, great match. That lived up to the hype. I'm very curious to see what happens with Edge and Brian now. Yeah. I assume Brian's off. I don't know what. Yeah, I'm a, I say we don't know, but that's that's a good assumption to make. Especially Edge. Who knows? Because I don't think he likes... I don't I don't think he... I think he wants one more run. I think Brian's ready to sell off to the sunset. Yeah. And now, like I said, it makes you wonder, who the hell beats Roman? I mean, Roman. Yeah, that's a good question. Lesnar... Like who wants to smack the building up to beat Roman? I guess maybe Fox puts their thing aside and gets Lesnar back? Well, it, unless... Him? If Ed's don't win it next pay-per-view, then it's not him. Uh, I don't know. So... On a scale of 1 to 10, WrestleMania 2021, scale of 1 to 10. I'm give it a solid B. How you say it? Scale of 1 to 10, Dave. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. Fine. I'm going to give it an 8. Okay. I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a 7.5. I think I I mean that I agree with 7 to 8. I, it surprised me, honestly. No, there were there were some there were some really good matches, and there were some really good spots and moments, and it wasn't the best, but there there were some there were some good things in there that that you'll remember and talk about. So I th- I'd say seven point five is about for the it. first time in a long time. I left kind of wanting to know more. Yeah, that's the thing I haven't felt in a long time. You know, Brandy yeah, Beans. I, I think we can agree that's one of the biggest takeaways is. The fact Roman, that, you know, the whole Roman thing. Like, I say that WWE has actually kind of created some interest for the first time in an ending of a pay-per-view in a long time. I just hope they don't go back to being lazy after tonight. Well, it's back to the Thunderdome, so... Well, I hopefully hope that doesn't mean the booking crossed, gets lazy. Fingers crossed, some inspiration. All the sports teams in Florida are having fans now. Dan White's about to have a full fan event. Yep. You know, I fingers crossed Vince can find some way... To have them. To get some kind of fans there. Yeah. Somehow. It doesn't have to be a full arena, but something, man, because it felt like a breath of fresh air. I hope we see fans back soon. You know, as all 
us for y'all preparing to be in, you know, AT&T Stadium in Dallas and Texas. I'd love to have fans start swinging back so we're in full force by then when we're fully back. So, all right, guys, uh, that's right. a wrap. That's this year's WrestleMania. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week. The next two shows will be a couple of interviews uh, on Twitter. Stay connected. We're going to announce them this week's tomorrow, I think. On that note, I'm your host, Dustin Structure, for my host. The Shapester, baby. And good old Dave. There you go, my friends. Deuces. <laughs>